The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. A December 2012 Gallup poll found that 31% of Americans call themselves non-religious. Around the world, according to a December 2012 Pew Forum survey, about one in six are completely unaffiliated with any religion. There are about twice as many unaffiliated in Europe, 134 million, compared to North America's 59 million. Many of these are atheists or agnostics. The Pew survey found that 32% of America's unaffiliated profess no belief at all in God or any kind of higher power. The numbers of non-religious or unaffiliated people are increasing. In the United States, Pew reports that the number of unaffiliated has nearly tripled since 1972, and the number who doubt the existence of God has nearly doubled to 18%. Almost 50 years ago, the God is Dead movement received prominence in an April 8, 1966 Time magazine cover story. The stark black magazine cover asked in large red letters, Is God dead? My friends, is God the product of human imagination? Or does he really exist? Are scientists right to say that evolution explains human origins? Or does the evidence point to a God who created the universe and everything in it? Can you explain life and the universe without God? If there is a God, can you prove his existence? Is God alive? You can know, and you can know that you know God is alive. Stay tuned. Warm greetings to all our friends around the world. An April 8, 1966 Time magazine cover story asked the question, Is God dead? Philosopher Friedrich Nietzsche, whose philosophy was not merely atheistic, but was strongly anti-God, stated, quote, God is dead. But given the way of men, there may still be caves for thousands of years in which his shadow will be shown. And we we still have to vanquish his shadow too, end of quote. Nietzsche is now dead, but his philosophy lives on to this day in anti-God minds. One of the most vital questions we all need to answer is, does God exist, and can you prove it? A June 2011 Gallup poll found that 92% of Americans answered yes to the question, do you believe in God? Younger people, ages 18 to 29, were the least likely to respond affirmatively, with just 84% saying they believed in God. 94% of Americans over age 30 express belief in God. How many of those who believe in God also believe that He created human beings? A Gallup poll in June 2012 found the following, quote, 46% of Americans believe in the creationist view 
that God created humans in their present form at one time within the last 10,000 years. The prevalence of this creationist view of the origin of humans is essentially unchanged from 30 years ago when Gallup first asked the question. About a third of Americans believe that humans evolved but with God's guidance. 15% say humans evolved but that God had no part in the process, end of quote. In Canada and Britain, many more people believe in evolution. Listen to this finding from Angus Reid Public Opinion. Quote, in the online survey of representative national samples, two-thirds of Britons, 69%, and three in five Canadians, 61%, think human beings evolved from less advanced life forms over millions of years, a view shared by only 30% of Americans. In Canada, Quebecers are the most likely to endorse evolution, 71%, while Albertans, 48%, are the least likely. In Britain, respondents in the south of England, 15%, are the least likely to believe in creationism, compared to 23% for Londoners, end of quote. My friends, how do you explain your existence? Does it have meaning? Is there a creator God who exists and has purpose and meaning for you and for all human beings. Is God alive? Can you prove God exists? On today's program, we'll discuss evidence for the existence of God, and we'll be offering you an inspiring audio CD titled, Does God Exist? This CD also includes two other Tomorrow's World programs, Seven Proofs That God Exists, and Was Darwin Wrong? Be sure to write down the address and phone number to order your free copy. You can also order this free audio CD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. My friends, have you ever asked yourself why we are here? Has the universe existed for eternity? Not according to the famous astrophysicist Stephen Hawking. In a lecture on the beginning of time, Hawking stated this, quote, The universe has not existed forever. Rather, the universe and time itself had a beginning in the Big Bang about 15 billion years ago, end of quote. Yes, my friends, there was a time when the universe did not exist. There was a time when time did not exist. The Bible does not indicate when that was, but it agrees that the universe and time had a beginning. Astronomer Hugh Ross, Ph.D., researched galaxies and quasars at California Institute of Technology. He had this to say about cosmological discoveries. Quote, all the great cosmological discoveries of the 20th century fly in the face of materialist notions about the infinite random universe. On the contrary, they support the fact of a finite beginning caused by and guided by a divine personal caring designer who exists before and beyond the universe, end of quote. Yes, one of the fundamental proofs for God's existence is creation demands a creator. Now consider another vital question. Where did life come from? Evolutionists have never been able to answer that question. Human beings have tried in vain to create life from non-life or even from chemicals in a laboratory. They have utterly failed. The law of biogenesis states that life can only come from life. My friends, let's understand. Another fundamental proof for God's existence is life demands a life giver. 
The Bible reveals that life originally came from the life giver. Turn in your Bible to Genesis, the second chapter, and verse 7. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils of the breath of life, and man became a living being. Or as the King James Version has it, man became a living soul. Here we're speaking of physical life. As we'll see later in the program, God is also the giver of spiritual life. The second proof for God's existence is life demands a life giver. My friends, you can know that God is alive. We'll discuss more proofs for God's existence in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our exciting, informative audio CD titled, Does God Exist? That question is vital to everyone's understanding. You need the answer to that question, and you need the proofs for God's existence. This audio CD includes three Tomorrow's World programs, Does God Exist?, Seven Proofs That God Exists, and Was Darwin Wrong?, this audio CD will give you the facts and the biblical reference to help you answer one of the most vital questions you will ever face in life. The information will give you understanding and help establish your faith. This vital audio CD will help you and your family answer the deeper questions of life. You need this evidence. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free audio CD, Does God Exist? You can also order this free CD on our website, at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. You can also find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Tomorrow's World. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. We saw that a second proof of God's existence is life demands a life giver. Now let's ask another question. How does the universe operate? What mechanisms or laws determine the expansion and motion of the universe? And where did those laws come from? Patrick Glynn in his book, God the Evidence, writes that everything had to be just right from the very start. Everything from the values of fundamental forces like electromagnetism and gravity to the relative masses of the various subatomic particles, to things like the number of neutrino types at the time one second, which the universe has to know already at 10 to the minus 43rd second. The slightest tinkering with a single one of scores of basic values and relationships in nature would have resulted in a universe very different from the one we inhabit, say one with no stars like our sun or no stars, period. Many of us may not understand this scientific description, but we can understand, as Patrick Glynn emphasizes, 
natural laws existed from the very beginning of creation. Scientists admit they had to be. As theoretical physicists Stephen Hawking and Roger Penrose wrote, quote, the only way to have scientific theory is if the laws of physics hold everywhere, including at the beginning of the universe, end of quote. The existence of such marvelous predictable laws in nature points to a master intelligence and lawgiver. Add to that evidence the existence of unseen spiritual laws and you double the evidence of a great lawgiver. My friends consider this fundamental proof of God's existence. The existence of natural law in the universe requires a lawgiver. Scientists depend on the predictability and reliability of natural law for their calculations and search for truth. When science examines the smallest particles to the expanding universe, what does it find? It finds predictable natural laws in action, but it also finds intelligent design. Consider the human eye. Could such complexity evolve? Now scientists can examine structures small and large, near and distant, from quarks and DNA to quasars and whole galaxies. And what do we see? We see a demonstration of perfection and design. Even Darwin admitted that complex organs such as the eye would be difficult to explain in terms of the process outlined by his theory. Newsweek magazine featured a 2005 article titled, Doubting Darwin. The author comments on the classic illustration of the eye. Jerry Adler writes that evolutionists have, quote, tried to show how a series of small improvements could eventually build the complete organ. With the publication of Darwin's Black Box in 1996, biochemist Michael Behe moved the argument to the cellular level, using examples such as the immune system response. They exhibit what he calls irreducible complexity meaning that all their parts are necessary for them to function at all. This, he says, is the hallmark of intelligent design. Perhaps you were taught in high school biology years ago that the cell is a simple element. George Gilder points out that it is not so simple after all. Quote, it's a complex information processing machine comprising tens of thousands of proteins arranged in fabulously intricate algorithms of communication and synthesis. The human body contains some 60 trillion cells. Each one stores information in DNA codes, processes and replicates it in three forms of RNA and thousands of supporting enzymes, exquisitely supplies the system with energy, and seals it in semi-permeable phospholipid membranes. It is a process subject to the mathematical theory of information, which shows that even mutations occurring in cells at the gigahertz pace of a Pentium 4 and selected at the rate of a Google search couldn't beget the intricate interwoven fabric of structure and function of a human being in such a short amount of time. Natural selection should be taught for its important role in the adaptation of species, but Darwinian materialism is an embarrassing cartoon of modern science, end of quote. Quite an indictment of evolution. As we discuss, creation demands a creator, life demands a life giver, law demands a lawgiver, and design demands a designer. These are four of the seven proofs of God's existence that you'll learn about in our free audio CD, Does God Exist? 
Be sure to order your free copy to learn more evidence for God's existence. My friends, you can know that God is alive. We'll discuss more proofs for God's existence in the next part of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our exciting, informative audio CD titled, Does God Exist? My friends, you need the answer to that question with solid evidence. You need the proofs for God's existence. This audio CD includes three Tomorrow's World programs. Does God exist? Seven proofs that God exists. And was Darwin wrong? This vital audio CD will help you document the flaws in evolution. And it will help you and your family answer the deeper questions of life. You need this evidence. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free audio CD, Does God Exist? You can also order this free CD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. To request today's free informative offer, visit us on the internet at tomorrowsworld.org. Go to tomorrowsworld.org. We saw earlier in the program that God has given us overwhelming evidence of his existence. As we've seen, creation demands a creator. Life demands a life giver. Law demands a lawgiver and design demands a designer. These four proofs demonstrate a higher intelligence behind the universe. Can we understand that higher intelligence by examining the mystery of human consciousness and rational thought? Can scientists explain consciousness? Dr. Robert L. Kuhn holds a doctorate in anatomy brain research from UCLA and has done extensive research on the human brain and mind. He is the creator and host of the public television series, Closer to Truth. In his book, Closer to Truth, Challenging Current Belief, he and several scholars discuss the question, what is consciousness? Dr. Kuhn asks, why is consciousness such a mystery? Dr. John Searle, author of the book, The Mystery of Consciousness, answered this way, quote, we don't know how to explain it. Compare consciousness to physics. We're doing pretty well in physics, even though we have some puzzling areas like quantum mechanics. We don't have an adequate theory of how the brain causes conscious states, and we don't have an adequate theory of how consciousness fits into the universe, end of quote. Can human consciousness be explained by understanding the spiritual dimension of mankind? Is it possible, my friends, that the Bible can fill the gap in some of these mysteries? Yes, it can, as we've discussed in previous programs. Dr. Searle points out that the traditional explanations for consciousness are dualism and materialism. He states, quote, So the big choice today is between dualism, which says that we live in two separate worlds, a mental world and a physical world, and materialism, which says, no, it's all physical, end of quote. Dualism relies much on the belief in the pagan doctrine of the immortal soul. As we've demonstrated on this program several times, the Bible teaches that human beings are living souls and that souls can die. They are not immortal. Not only is the dualist wrong in his belief, but the materialist is also wrong because he denies the existence of the non-physical dimension, the spirit realm. What does the Bible reveal? If you have a Bible, turn to the book of 1 Corinthians. The Apostle Paul discusses the relationship of spirit to humans. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11. The Apostle Paul asks, For what man knows the things of a man 
except the spirit of the man which is in him. Paul is not discussing an immortal soul, but the human spirit. The human spirit enables humans to know the things of a man. Animals cannot know the things of a man. Animals cannot think on the human level. The difference between human mind and animal brain in terms of qualitative characteristics is enormous. Please understand, our human brains are not incapable of understanding the existence of the most important dimension of all, the spiritual dimension. If scientists can theorize multiple dimensions, we should be able to grasp the obvious. My friends, the most important dimension is the spiritual dimension, generally ignored by science. But to truly and deeply understand the spiritual dimension, we need the Spirit of God. Then one can truly understand the things of God, as the Apostle Paul stated in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 11. And how does one receive the Spirit of God? Read Acts 2, verse 38. On the day of Pentecost, when the New Testament church began, the Apostle Peter preached to thousands. He proclaimed to his audience, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Again, my friends, if you would like ministerial counsel on this vital subject, just call the number on the screen or write to one of our regional addresses. We have representatives in many regions around the world. They can arrange a visit with you at your convenience. In addition to the proofs of creation, life, natural law, intelligent design, there is a spiritual dimension. You can prove that God exists. He is the God of creation, the God of your Bible. He's revealed awesome truths that science cannot discover. The spiritual dimension is another proof of God's existence. How can you understand the spiritual dimension as a proof of God? We'll answer that question in the conclusion of our program. But first, I'd like to offer you our inspiring and informative audio CD titled, Does God Exist? Many accept the existence of God based on blind faith. But God himself gives you the evidence to help establish your faith and knowledge. You need the proofs for God's existence. This audio CD includes three Tomorrow's World programs, Does God Exist?, Seven Proofs That God Exists?, and Was Darwin Wrong? This audio CD will give you the facts and the biblical references to help you answer one of the most vital questions you'll face in life. This information will give you understanding and help establish your faith. This vital audio CD will help you and your family answer the deeper questions of life. So pick up the telephone right now and request your free audio CD, Does God Exist? You can also order this free audio CD on our website at tomorrowsworld.org, or you can write to us at one of our regional addresses. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook, and be sure to follow us on Twitter.
With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. My friends, God's existence is sure. The Apostle Paul wrote in Romans 1.20 that those who deny the evidence, quote, are without excuse, end of quote. Evolution cannot explain and mostly denies the existence of spirit. The greatest reality is not material existence, but the existence of spirit. As it tells us in 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and verse 18, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. The Apostle John also proclaims this truth in John 4, verse 24. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. Now add the spiritual dimension to those proofs we discussed, and you double the evidence. Not only has God created the physical universe, but he has been and is right now creating the spiritual masterpiece of his creation, godly character in humble, yielded, genuine Christians. He is also the lawgiver of spiritual law, the two great commandments, Matthew 22, verses 37 through 39, and the Ten Commandments in Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy 5. Those laws are just as real as the natural laws. In addition to giving physical life, God is also the spiritual life giver. The golden verse of the Bible makes that plain, John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We're created in God's image for a great and awesome purpose. God wants us to think like he thinks. He wants us to become like him in nature and character. And so he sent his Son, Jesus Christ, to give us an example of godly life and character and to save us from our sinful nature. God wants us to be conformed to the very loving image and nature of Christ, as it tells us in Romans 8, verse 29. Philosophers claim that God is dead, but many of those philosophers themselves are dead, and God is alive. Psalm 14, verse 1, gives us a clear perspective on that reality. Psalm 14, verse 1, The fool has said in his heart, There is no God. My friends, can you prove God exists? Yes, you can. Not only can you know God exists, but you can know that you know He's alive. Turn in your Bible to 1 John 2 and verse 3. Now by this we know that we know Him if we keep His commandments. You can prove God's existence by living the way of life He's revealed through the Bible. And further, you can come to know him through his son, Jesus Christ. My friends, consider the evidence we've presented on this program. There is much more evidence available. Be sure to request your free audio CD, Does God Exist? This audio CD will give you the key evidence and the biblical information you need to prove for yourself that God exists. Now, there is another very significant way to prove God's existence. This promise is given in Deuteronomy 4 and verse 29. But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. 
We invite you to join us every week on the Tomorrow's World program. Roderick Meredith and I will continue to share with you the teachings of Jesus Christ and the exciting end-time prophecies and their meaning. We invite you to join our colleagues, Wallace Smith and Rod King, who will also share with you the awesome truths of the Bible, the deeper meaning of life, and the prophecies of tomorrow's world. Be sure to join us again next week right here at the same time. To view the Tomorrow's World telecast or request today's free offer, visit us online at tomorrowsworld.org. And remember to find us on Facebook and be sure to follow us on Twitter. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.